is going on, everyone? Welcome to another new episode of podcast. We are your guys. I am your co-host, Dion Donovan. I'm a writer and creator. You can catch out some material on Substack with Fandom in the Water and also comics on. This is my co-host. Hey, yo. This is Uncle Jack 328. Follow me on Twitter at Uncle Jack 328. This is the Behind the Scene Podcast. We are streaming on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, like, share, all of that good stuff to get us in the algorithm. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Go ahead and holler at him, D. Smith. Dominic Smith, and I'm just a regular guy. Hell yeah, man. All right. So we are about. I want to say about two weeks removed from the passing of a wrestling legend, the bad guy, Razor Ramon, a.k.a. Scott Hall, a.k.a. one half of the Outsiders. You know, big time loss for those of us who were, you know, in our 30s and up remembering. Razor Ramon being that guy chucking the toothpick, remembering the WCW invasion angle, remembering the NWO. Like, it kind of fucked me up a little bit, dog. Like, no, no bullshitting, man. No bullshitting at all, you know. Whenever somebody passes away, people have a tendency to say, well, such and such was my favorite or such and such I was the biggest fan. But, like, like, bro. When I tell you this, there's no bullshitting involved, man. Like Scott Hall was my guy, bro. I was a, I was a Scott Hall guy, all the way back to when I was a kid watching Monday Nitro with my brother, dog. I don't know what it was. There's just something about him as a performer that didn't seem like he was a character. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like when they talk about wrestling. They always say that the performers are just being themselves and turning the volume up a little bit. Mm. With, with, with guys like Nash and, and Scott Hall, it didn't feel like they had to turn the volume up. You know what I mean? It really felt like everything that he was doing was natural. You know, anybody else going out to the ring with a toothpick on their ear, a toothpick in their mouth and flicking it as somebody would have looked fucking corny, man. You know what I'm saying? Somebody <laughs> doing that now. Imagine how corny that would be now if somebody was doing that, right? True, true. Very true, man. That shit just came off as natural. And, you know, uh, going back to when he was raising yeah. Ramon. I <laughs> going back to when he was raising Ramon, though, just really think about this, man. Like, it's no secret that that character was based on Tony Montana, Scarface. But yep. how does Scott Hall pull off being a fake Cuban and it doesn't seem like it was a reach? How does he do that, bro? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, everything. The the jewelry, the the, the, the like, everything about it, man. Like, it just, it just, it just fit, dude. Like, no one can replicate that anymore. You know what I'm saying? So forced or so off that, you know what I'm saying? Like, he gets a pass, man. That people getting canceled for that kind of shit now. Ain't no one fucking <laughs> with him. When, 
that he made cool and like natural that who the hell cared you know what i mean like he was just being a badass man in miami man man or in <laughs> the swagger like everything about him man like for real for real like you can watch those promos now and just feel feel certain you know what i mean because it's that good you know like he he perfectly like like you said it's just kind of extensions of yourself like you just from like an eight, you're not really too much out of character. You're just being you, so to speak. And that Razor Ramon, a part of his his career, come on, the greatest like of all time, like <laughs> premiering at WrestleMania with Shawn Michaels, him holding up the two icy belts, uh, with the in the back. Come on, seriously, yeah, man. Like when I think about the Intercontinental Title. I think about Razor Ramon and I think about Mr. Perfect. If I was a mm-hmm. wrestler, if I was a wrestler, that's the only belt that I'd ever want to win. You know what I'm saying? That's the only belt that I would ever care about winning. Like, I don't play the WWE games anymore. If I bought 2K22, I wouldn't even bother trying to, like, win the main title, dog. Like, guys like Razor Ramon made, like, even, okay, Razor... Mr. Perfect, Randy Savage, like, those are the guys, when I see that old school intercontinental title, bro, it's like, man, that's that shit right there, bro. Even, like, Bret Hart was was IC champ. But, yeah, you're right, dog. Like, that image of him on the ladder holding up the two belts, like, that's peak shit right there. You know what I mean? For real, man. That that shit's just just legendary. Like, it's going to stand the test of time that's a wrestlemania moment that's a wrestling moment right there for like i'm sorry bret hart want to be you know the feel the way he, he feels about that he, he came up like, yo that shit's <laughs> fucking magic bro like you can't fault like Shawn michaels razor ramon scott hall like in the ring in performance for the first time for the first time some shit like that's being shown on that network with that you know with that company the first one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it can go wrong, but they, you know, these guys are like the true in-ring workers, man. And they just, they work that shit to the T, man. Madison Square Garden. You know, WCW days with the, you know, with the NWO, man. And just, man, dude, like he just, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, even like he, I heard he couldn't even, he, they, they try to stop him from doing some of the stuff he did. And it's like, yo, you can't copyright me with the top, you know, something you just can't stop, man. He was a thug, yo. He, for real, for real, he was like a thug out during and in the yeah. ring. In terms of just like fully doing it, like that dude, but him, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's a, that's a fact, dog. Like I'm thinking about, and I, I I guarantee, like I would love for uh, like somebody to do a shoot interview to confirm this, but I don't think anybody was writing the promos that he was cut. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody was cutting or writing promos for him and Kevin Nash. I refuse to believe that because it didn't seem yeah. like they were trying to memorize any lines, none of that. They just came out to the ring and talked that shit, man. Like, how do you – you know that you're over as a top-tier performer when you could just say two words, two words words on the mic 
to get everybody in the crowd to react, bro. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. Come on, man. Hey, yo. Come on, like, bro. Too easy. Like, they made that shit like, look too easy. Man. If I'm out in the street or if I'm at work, instead of saying good morning, that's what I'm saying. Hey, yo. You know? just to, And, like, the thing is, if you know, you know, is, is what I'm right. going to say there, man. If you know, <laughs> you know. Like, you get on YouTube, you look up Scott Hall, Hey Yo, compilation. There's, like, a six-minute video of him just saying, hey, yo, and then the crowd reacting to it. Come on, man. Like, yeah, come on, bro. I mean, I don't know if Scott Hall is the greatest wrestler to never win a world title. But I'm sure he's near the top of that list, right? For the old school heads, Rowdy Piper is probably that top guy who never won a belt. Then I think about Mr. Perfect. But Scott Hall is right there underneath or alongside, not necessarily underneath, but alongside Rowdy Piper Mm -hmm. and Mr. Perfect for the guys that never won a world championship, man. Right, but here's the thing, man. With that, that, with that championship belt, dude. Like that thing is supposed to make you the superstar, so mm-hmm. that when you you're still the shit. He didn't need that shit because he already was the shit. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> the belt wasn't gonna help him put him over. You know what I mean? He was already over with in ring work. It's like the belt was even like wasn't even necessary for him. I bet if he really wanted it, he probably could have got it at some point. You know, like right, right. It was just so. Fuck the bad shit. Let Hogan have it. Like I'm me. You know what Yo. I'm saying? Like I don't have to do. I don't. Do, I don't have to go through all that just to get a crowd reaction or sell tickets. You know. Right. And the other thing I'm gonna say about the NWO, like I always felt like Hogan, like Hulk Hogan is Hulk Hogan in the NWO, but he needed Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Oh yeah. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> he needed that shit to draw him, you know, to draw that out of him. You know what yeah. I mean? So he could, you know, <laughs> he can get that out of him. Those two are like cool to do that with. Like that's just that's just uh-huh. a perfect pairing. You know what I mean? Like that wouldn't have worked with anybody else. The NWO would not no. have worked with them. Needed those needed those two, Nash and Scott Hall, to make that thing actually function. And it and it did, man. And like beyond. NWO, like the legacy lives on, man. Oh man, man, man! I gotta get me NW. Look, uh, we gonna talk about that offline. <laughs> all right, all right. But, but, but no, nah, but but real talk. When I think about the NWO, Scott Hall was 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 my guy in NWO. Like as a kid, I wasn't as much as of a fan uh, of Kevin Nash. I've come around recently. On Kevin Nash, like having to kind of go back and, and listen to his shoot interviews and actually look at what he was doing. But to me, Scott Hall was my fucking guy, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? To, to this day, I'm gonna keep it real. I think Razor the Razor Ramon theme song, bro, like that song could be played anywhere in any situation. You walk into a room. And and if that song is playing, you'll feel like a million dollars. How is that song not popped up in a movie yet? For like, uh, a, for like a slow motion 
kind of roll call walkthrough scene. How has that not happened yet? Um, we got to get an editor to do it. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> copyrights and shit. Someone needs to edit that in. Like the guy thing, start to make that a thing. Ray, the Razor Ramon theme goes with anything. Like, Word. That yeah, shit man. slaps, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that shit's Bro. Look, you hear that? You hear the motherfucking tire screech, and it's like, yep. on, man. <laughs> like, man, I had that as my real talk, call. man. Real talk. Like before, before we had smartphones and all of that shit, bro. Like, remember mm. you could you could record the shit, like the, the the little sounds or whatever, and then play it back as a as a ringtone. Yep. Like I re- we always doing that shit. I was on YouTube. Listening to the Razor Ramon theme, and I recorded that shit and made it my ringtone, bro. And my brother and my cousin heard it, and they was like, "Man, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, how you get the Razor Ramon shit on your phone?" It was like, "Don't worry about all of that, man." <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, real talk. the impact he's had, man, for real, for real. It's just I, you can't even put in words how much like meaning that he had for. A lot of people like rest at the peak of wrestling, you know what I'm saying? He's one of those figureheads that you remember by like, oh yeah, uh-huh. Razor Ramon or Scott Hall, you know, before before we got the ruler and all that. Like, amongst that that like that peak dynasty era of wrestling, he was right up there, man, for real, for real. He was with them. So you know like, all time great. Do you think and this is kind of a topic of debate that me and my brother had, do you think that there was an influence on The Rock from Scott Hall, at least in terms of kind of in-ring work and a little bit of character work. Was there influence? Do you see it? Is it a reach? They're both from Miami. Is it there? Or are we just kind of, you know, piecing that together ourselves and making something appear that's not there? I think it was sort of i mean i provided a template of like a cool heel you know what i mean like i think he provided that template of like a like a, you know like a bad guy you know what i mean it's each to see if the rock took some of those things and spun on i don't i don't think that's reach i don't think that's reach especially if he's you know when he was when he was Balboa or whatever you know what i'm saying rocky, um, yeah rocky my via <laughs> rocky my via yeah yeah that that did work like okay withers and he can might have took one or two pieces from scott hall and incorporated himself you know i mean especially with i think nwo was like still like diamond the Uh transformation of heels being the top of the company i could definitely see how he took some inspiration and transformed him into the love from scott hall i could see some of that yeah i don't think that's a reach Uh, especially like the you know the Versace shirt era or the rock that was the best man we gonna talk about that later on because <laughs> <laughs> my yeah, brother man. my brother was the one that pointed it out he was like yeah man you know if you look at the rock throw his punches and then you you look at how Scott Hall was throwing his punches you know it's it's kind of similar but you know it's just it's just one of them things man like. As, as a fan of wrestling, and it is okay to say that you are a fan of wrestling, it would be foolish to say that 
Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, isn't one of the most influential guys to ever do it, man. And and losing him is is almost like losing a part of your childhood because mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like I said, bro. Hey, yo, you know what I'm saying? One more for the good guy, the bad guy. Like it's it's just one of them things. Yeah. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Rest yeah, in power man. to Scott Hall, man. R.I.P. to the bad guy, man. For real, for real, man. Man, like, don't last but fucking do it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn uh, straight. Man, big facts, bro. Big facts, man. Rest in peace to the bad guy. Bro, man. yeah. Damn, man. Yeah, that, that, that shit did hit home a bit, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. Bro, like, hey, That's look... A- I mean, man, ah, bro, I can't even fuck, man. When, yeah, dog, like, it, it, it's, it's crazy, man. It, it is crazy. But yeah, dog, like, it, it's just, I don't, I don't want to spend too much time today talking about wrestling and everything like that. But there's just, I don't know, man, there's just some of those guys that that make that impact, man. And, you know, he was one of them dudes, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Like, I didn't even know he came out, like, his ECW time or whatever, Fuji's ready or not. Like, I'm like, what? Oh, man. Bro, he did that shit? No clue. Ooh, man, oh, I'm yo, like, God yo. damn, man. Yo, hey, bro, like, listen, man, I done watched that clip at least 20 different times, man. Like, oh, how, man. the food, come on, bro, ready or not? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, uh, and, and, bro. and look, man, I'm, I'm petty as a motherfucker, bro. I'm, I'm uh-huh. petty. When it comes to the cookouts to the mythical barbecue, I'm petty. Like I'm, I don't know about yeah. y'all brothers, but I don't give out too many invites to the cookout, man. I don't. But the bad guy probably could have got an invite to the cookout, man. Off of the strength, <laughs> you come out, you come out to the Fuji's, bro. What? And then they hey, you don't for Japan? Or you just you just did that <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they did it in Japan too. Yeah, like. Oh man, yeah, bro. Like, uh, they... he needed cook. He he gets an invite, man, for sure, for damn sure. Like, and also just just the the demeanor, man. Like, someone threw the soul green and landed on his head, and he just grew. Like, he just gelled his hair with the soda and was just just so <laughs> that shit. You know, you can't train. You can't train that shit. You cannot instruct someone to just. Do that, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just just on a higher level, you know what I mean? Holy what, what, shit! What we said? Hashtag, Hashtag don't sell don't it. Sell it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> bro, <I>, yo, <laughs> that might be a shirt, right? <laughs> shit. Yo, Genuinely not serious we have. <laughs> yeah, dog. Like that shit. That shit hit him in the head, and he just fucking slicked his shit back. And then you read his lips, and he was like, "That wasn't shit." Yeah. 
<laughs> oh man, gangster, like, bro. All right, I, I gotta keep this going. My bad, bro. Nah, you you straight, man. You straight. <clears throat> Yo, like when when Kevin Nash <laughs> broke Goldberg's streak. You know what I'm saying? Scott Hall mm-hmm. fucking jumped out of the crowd with a yellow security t-shirt on and a cattle prod and fucking paced them in his... Ah, man. Taze Goldberg and his shit. But it's like, how the fuck do y'all not know he's not a security guard, bro? You got this fucking 6'6 jacked motherfucker with a yellow security shirt on a gold bracelet around yep. his wrist and a gold chain on his neck. Like, what are we doing here, bro? What are we doing here, yo? Like, fuck the belt, man. If I was ever a wrestler, I would just want to be over it to the point where I wouldn't need to have a belt. Mm-hmm. Facts. And facts, man. Not sure what anywhere you go, man. Yep. Like, like, let's keep it real, bro. How many wrestlers do you know of? In your lifetime, in our lifetime, bro, that were over as main eventers that didn't need to be champions. I could think of maybe six. Maybe. Mm. <clears throat> I, know, oh, so I, would, I would say that's a fair number. I, uh, I know CM Punk list. Mm. And I think, <laughs> I, don't think, I think CM Punk was definitely over where he didn't need it. Um mm-hmm. Uh, who, who else, dude? Um, as over who didn't get the belt. They my mind is drawing a blank right now. Who didn't need it? Right. Who didn't need it? I'm gonna say. Yeah, my man. I got you. I got you. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. Rowdy Piper. Gotcha. Savage. Stone Cold Rock. Undertaker. Mm. And I'm tempted to put Kurt Angle. Up there as well, you know what I'm saying? Like that's not a slight on like Bret Hart because I think Bret Hart is the goat. I think Bret Hart is the greatest professional wrestler who ever lived. You know what I'm saying? But as far as the guys who could draw without having a title to where I'd be interested in what they're doing, like that's kind of where it gets a little bit shaky at, bro. So I said, I said, uh, Scott Hall. Oh. Yeah, the liquor is kicking in, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Scott Hall, Stone Cold, Rock, Savage, ah oh, man, Punk, Kurt Angle, Undertaker. Yeah, that's. I think that's a good yep. one. And that's a good know, one. That's good. And just one, one, you know, before we kind of wrap up the wrestling talk, I do want to get your opinion on something here too, real quick, bro. Like, okay, so All Triple right. H yesterday. Announce his retirement, man. <sighs> yeah. Talk to me about Triple H, bro, because I've been a little bit harsh on, on, on Triple H. You were a Triple H guy, right? Yeah, I, 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 I like Triple H enough. Like, I enjoy Triple H. Um, I hate that he pre took over, but as a heel, he's one of the, you got to put him up there as one of the greatest heels of all time. My I agree opinion. With that. I agree. Just because, because he didn't need to cheat, you know, he he could win clean. He he beat a lot of motherfuckers clean, you know, as a heel, you know, more <laughs> <laughs> most heels have. Um, 
But I, I think it's a big <laughs> loss, man. It's it's a loss, dude. He's one. He's he's definitely you know the attitude era and and him next T. He's definitely one of those. You know, we we give him a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? But he, I think he deserves, and he gets a lot of shit for Mayor Course. But I think he's up. Man. He's got the the charisma and the screen presence and the in ring work to be able, to, like, yeah, I care about about seeing or I care about. You know what I'm saying? Like him versus you know brought it's Triple H. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's the machine that built or actual fan at this point, it almost doesn't matter because it, it happened. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing to you know. There's no use in debating it. Oh, there's the machine stuff. Like you can't. Those pops aren't like booze. You know what I'm saying? Like people pop for Triple H. You know it. It works. The the job job is to get her. And it went that way, so it's it's a loss, man. I don't think he he planned it that going out that way. Um, you, and like, like you said, you should be thankful he's still here. You know, function with the the problems that you know wrestlers have in general. So it's a loss for wrestling, man, for sure. I I'm, I oh. can't even debate that. Oh, I think it's okay. So this is where it gets a little bit dicey mm-hmm. for me, man. <sighs> And, and I don't want to do this, but it, it's at least worth posing the question, man. Was Jim Cornette right about what he said about Triple H? He said, I think, I don't want a direct quote, but something to the effect of Triple H is the guy that you put in the ring with the guy who is drawing the money. Yes, I forgot. First, I believe so. To error, absolutely. You know, matches with McFoley, The Rock, Stone Cold, Undertaker, etc. Right? Um, around the ruthless aggressive when he became onto his own. You know what I'm saying? When The Rock wasn't around no more. When Stone Cold wasn't around no more. When you know, when those got away. He, I think he eventually he grew into that that drawer, the money maker, sort of speak of. Uh, and, and it could just hey he got that boost when he was added to error so he was made over from that you know saying what he have popped in the ruthless if he was mid card during attitude error i don't I, I can't say maybe maybe not you know what i'm saying but <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I, I think he made his own after after in the ruthless regression era especially how he put randy orton in batista you know oh, his, his they followed up after him. The fans versus the new <laughs> Say what? They they followed up after him. Well, yeah, because that, yeah. that's when I was watching, and he, and he was he was a big draw then. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I mean, my bad. I, go ahead, I man, Go ahead. I, I don't want to be negative about this here, but I just kind of want to put this in proper perspective here. Like, I think Triple H. It would be unfair and extremely unbiased to say that Triple H isn't one of the greatest professional wrestlers ever. On the business side, on the presentation side, in ring, you'd be a fucking fool if you said that this man isn't up there in the conversation, right? But right. I just wanna I just wanna kind of kind of put this in perspective here. There are guys that he should have put over. That he did. 
Oh yeah, you know I'm saying that is <laughs> very <is>. true. <laughs> That's there understated right there. Yeah, and 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 and, and we got to get into that, bro. We got to chop this up here real quick, man. He mm. never put over Booker T. He didn't. He, yeah, that that. That's the big and that's that's nuts for sure, man. That right there. He that like like on WWE television, he came out and told Booker T, somebody like you doesn't win against somebody like me. He like he was talking about Booker T having nappy hair, being a convicted felon, and all of that. And at WrestleMania, it was shovel season, right? And at that point. Point he didn't he, he had enough you know events uh you know this is too you know he has creative control at that point it's not like he's mm-hmm. forced to do what the upper you know, says like he could have definitely done something to ease that up a bit and he didn't so you're I, true on that one man I mean like come on bro he he didn't he never put over Rob Van Dam never nope. put over guys like Edge clean never put over Chris Jericho. And I get it, right? Like, you do got to be... When you're established as, like, the top-tier kind of talent, you got to be selective with who you put over. But he didn't even put over Goldberg clean until after he got a pin over Goldberg. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Like, he didn't even put over Sting, bro. Like, Sting... Sting was the last of the Mohegans from the guys that didn't come over from WCW. And at WrestleMania, he yeah. pinned Sting. Like, he did. <laughs> he, all right, come on, man. Uh, this, I don't know what's more egregious between him not putting over uh, Booker T or him not putting over CM Punk. Which one was worse? <laughs> was C- oh, God, dude. All right, because we know he was, he, yeah, he, he's burying CM Punk. Mm-hmm. I, that's a good counter to, like, oh, he only buries WCW guys. Like, no, he buries WWE guys as well. Don't don't, <laughs> don't get that twist. He buries shovel season for everybody. You know what I mean? You don't have to be from <laughs> one region of the continent to, to get that. Nope. <laughs> you know nope. what I'm saying? And that guy's everywhere. Um, he got the golden shovel. So, <laughs> I it, you know what I'm gonna say Booker T hurt because you know that's a little my my childhood and just really rooting for Booker and CM Punk. You knew like you know he was anti-establishment, right? Uh-huh. right? You she's not gonna fucking win this shit. You know what I mean? Booker Man. was 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 the baby face. This was <laughs> this was supposed to mania. Keep the fans happy. Yeah, and this is like this is a textbook Ooh. setup for a baby face to win. Psych. Textbook. Like everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh it, man. Yeah, and, I'd and say the Booker, is, man. Yeah, that's the- and like yeah. and you're right. And the, and the fucked up part is the next year, you know, the next year he tapped out clean in the middle of the ring to he who shall not be and- named. We just said. We just said. Benoit, fuck it. At this point, right. no, <laughs> he's no, just right. name. Nah, man, he involved the morning. We're done that era. It's, it's Benoit, right? Yeah. Okay, so so what's the difference between tapping out to Chris Benoit 
and putting over Booker T. If you were going to have a belt the next year anyway, you know what I'm saying? And with with CM Punk, I remember uh, when Punk was on the Colt Cabana podcast, this kind of just makes me chuckle. But they was like, yeah, Triple H retired, came back out of retirement, pinned CM Punk clean, and then went back into retirement. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, like, so on one end of yeah. it, it's like, yo, what the fuck? Because I started watching wrestling again when Punk was hot, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. what explanation could have been given for him to win that match? You know what I'm saying? Like, to this day, I, I want like, I'm glad that WrestleMania 30 went the way that it went, but I would have loved to have heard what Punk would have said to Triple H leading up to that match that they were booked for. Oh, shit, dude. Like, I know we, 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 you know, it's been years, so we can calmly assess this stuff, but in the middle of these, we're fucking this man, man. We're, 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 we're fucking hating Triple H, man. Like, right. just because of just, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, he's a little bitch. He's like, and then, you know, it's part, and it's some of it's like, yo, you can't, you know, especially, you know, all the, the, the back, the back politics of the, no. Like, yo, man, some of these storylines ain't adding up. <laughs> you know, like, some of the stuff, these calculations <laughs> is wrong, man. What's what's the variable here? There's a glitch in this the matrix, up. bro. We got a, a, dis- a-, <laughs> a disturbance. A, a disturbance in the forest, man. Like, For real. Again, so, it's just, when I think about this, he didn't do anything on the level of a Hulk Hogan to where it's like, yo, fuck Terry, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he did anything on the scale of Ric Flair where it's like, all right, man, Ric Flair is an asshole. Like, the things that you don't like about Triple H are all related to the wrestling business. Yeah. So on that end of it, you can't be too mad at him because, you know, it's it's eat or be eaten. You know, Triple H was Mm -hmm. a shark. He was a shark among other sharks. I don't know what it would have been like trying to get myself over as a main eventer if I'm in the same locker room as Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock in 1999 and 2000. And then when these guys leave, like D. Smith was saying, I'm the last remnants of this last great era of wrestling. This is my spotlight, and nobody else can have it. Like, come on, yep. bro. In 2002, it was Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar was the fucking guy. They gave Triple H a second title belt to make him happy. I'll never <laughs> forget when Eric Bischoff came out to the ring and handed Triple H the world heavyweight belt. The fucking belt. Just handed him. <laughs> I'll never forget that. When, and when everybody knew, yeah, like, yeah. like Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar was really that guy at that time, man. Like, you know. But for all of this negative that I'm saying, I will say this, though. Like D. Smith was saying, Triple H, if he made anybody, quote-unquote, the guys that he made were Batista and Randy Orton. Those were the guys that he made. Yep. He did. To this day, Batista owes his career to Triple H. Mm Mm-hmm. No doubt. I mean, help push, uh, or he kept kept the scene and train going as well. Uh Mm-hmm. 
and uh, he gave so with Undertaker at WrestleMania's, you know, over the last couple years too as well with his um I think two matches three no he's I think he's oh, uh, under WrestleMania whatever. that's true and, um, and that's the fact I can't yeah. take that away can't take that away from him. he put he put he put Undertaker over three times at WrestleMania dog you know what I'm saying. So it, I don't know. I got a love hate thing with Triple H, but yeah, yeah. That that video clip that I put up in the Discord when he came back at Madison Square Garden, I still get chills looking at that. I like you can't manufacture something like that. If he wasn't no. a main event talent, you don't get that kind of crowd reaction, man. No, so you don't get those you know. intros over there. You know what I'm no. saying? Just boo your ass for a five <laughs> to ten minute intro. But they love it, you know, and they, they're going for it. So Right. So I, I'll give props to where it's due, man. Triple H is one of the greatest ever to do it. I'm not gonna say he's a B plus player. That wasn't fair <laughs> when I said it before. Triple <laughs> H, I would say, is an A player. The A plus guys are still Stone Cold Rock. Hulk Hogan, Savage, Flair, yeah. Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. True that. I mean, we, we all spent at some point. Uh, he, sold, <laughs> and he, he sold that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he sold that shit. I would it worked agree from... to that. I would agree <laughs> to that. Many Come people on. have done no, that. <laughs> no, he was one of the first I ever did, tried to imitate was, was Triple H doing that. No, that you're right. Yep. Yeah, right. Intros, man. Mm-hmm. That I'm, intro I'm, alone, man, for real. But, Most but definitely. I, I, I do got to say one thing before we kind of wrap up the wrestling talk, man. I was never a fan of DX. Never. Never? Never. Uh, yeah, you were NWO. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was an NWO guy. Like, I never felt like with NWO... It felt like, like you were saying before, bro, like NWO felt like they were thugs. Even Hulk Hogan yeah. felt a little bit thuggish mm-hmm. with NWO. I never was afraid of DX, dog. Like, I never was afraid of them. And I hated, I fucking hated the New Age Outlaws. To me, Road Dog, <laughs> fuck that guy. Fuck Road Dog. And, like, yeah, all right, man. Really that, that's another that's another conversation. Uh, another con- 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 Get them the fuck out of here, dog. Like, oh, shit, man. You know what the fans are going to say to you? I got two fuck. words for you. Man. Yeah. So, bro, when you when you was on the line with, um, with, with Justin... A couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. like, what were y'all thoughts on the Snyder Cup one year later? The discussion that we were having was, <laughs> I guess, the impact. Uh, 
back one of my favorite moments um kind of honestly weirdly enough the negativity just a lot of like Warner brother you know um daniel sada i'm messing his name up but kind of just again the negativity that comes from it and how that snyder with fairly and all those components and i just asked the question like can we talk about the snyder cut without the negativity of talent Always that yin and yang to it. It's never just about oh, it was it was good or it was fine, but it's always about how mm-hmm. Whedon ruined the whole. Thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So was, they're just like you can't talk about the Snyder cut without the Whedon cut. You can't. It, it, it goes hand each other. I'm like, oh, fair enough, you know, with that assessment. Um, but I, I, I guess this my thing. I just I'll. Like to anyone who likes the Snyder cut, no offense to anyone who likes the Snyder universe, because you know I gained a little bit more understanding how there this was the first time seeing the Justice League live action, right? It's the first time mm-hmm. we're seeing Wonder Woman live action, Aquaman action, you know. So it's like the Flash on the big screen, and we get to see Martian Manhunter, we get to see Lantern, we get to see. <laughs> get to see Steppenwolf. We get to see DC on the big screen. So I can understand years of anticipation and and just DC can't get green. How come all these, it's only Batman, etc. And they finally got that, right? But on the other hand, the hype <laughs> with the sniper and these and this it's, it's not gonna last forever. It, does, it didn't make it didn't Make that much. It's an impact that yes, it was made. Sure, I give you that. There's an impact like it's a miracle that this thing was made and his mm-hmm. art was cool. But this was not X Men Days of Future Past. This was not mm-hmm. Spider Man. This was this wasn't Logan. This, no, this was not I wasn't mm-hmm. Black Panther. You know what I mean? Nope. This was not mm-hmm. a game changer. This was nope. not this critical darling that was getting into the mold of what superhero movies. This wasn't Blade. This wasn't nah. The Crow. Keep going. This, nah. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> it wasn't Deadpool. This wasn't Older. It wasn't Deadpool. Oh, sir. It was. This wasn't Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Like, this wasn't Watchmen. Wasn't like, come on now. It oh, wasn't sorry. 300. It wasn't The Matrix. It wasn't... It wasn't... It wasn't... Oh. <laughs> Bro, we can keep... Mm-hmm. Yo, alright. So so with that being yeah. said, with that being said, bro, I agree with everything that you just said right now. One hundred percent, man. One hundred fucking percent. And we're gonna cut right to it. We're gonna get right to it. We're gonna cut cut right to all it. Of the best thing that came out of the Snyder cut was Peacemaker. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing that came out of the Zack Snyder verse was Peacemaker and James Gunn making the Suicide Squad. Nobody can tell me anything other than that. And if we're going to have that conversation, let's have that conversation. But remove your feelings from it and let's actually discuss this from a perspective of talking about a fucking movie here, right? Mm -hmm. The Snyder Cut, for all intents and purposes, was not a bad movie at all. Say what? 
No, but at, it's a side of ten. Yeah. No, average. but at the same time, let's really keep this a hundred here, brother. Let's keep this all the way a hundred here. Under what circumstances, outside of social media hype and a once in a lifetime event that changed the entire entertainment business, would you want to sit down and watch a four hour movie that you've already seen before that was mediocre the first time you've seen it? Three years before it came out on streaming. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. And this and I'm saying all of this, I'm saying all of this respectfully because at the end of the day, the version of the movie that should have came out was a Snyder Cut. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You gotta watch this. You you have to watch the Snyder Cut. With full understanding that it was supposed to be two movies. That's how I look at it. True. It's a four-hour movie altogether that, if released theatrical, probably would have been cut into two movies. The first movie probably would have ended when we got that scene of uh, Steppenwolf doing whatever it was he did with the mother box, followed by the preceding two hours that came after that, right? Overall, let's, right, just, right. let's, just, let's just think about this here. So we've gotten two Wonder Woman movies, and who knows when the fuck the next Wonder Woman movie is even going to come out, right? I don't know if Patty mm-hmm. Jenkins... Patty Jenkins is doing um, Rogue Squadron, right? But, I got canceled. Oh, she's gotcha. just doing oh, Cleopatra oh, for now. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh, I want to see that. Dang. Nope. Hey, well, hey. We're moving from nope. the project anymore. Someone else. You know is. what? Hey, listen, man. Disney is playing that shit safe, bro. You know what I mean? They not doing nothing. They not doing nothing till Obi One. Till Obi One comes out. So that's, that's <laughs> yeah. Okay. Facts. Facts. Okay. Yeah. Who knows when the next Wonder Woman movie is coming out? Okay. <clears throat> I was in tech school, Donovan. When I seen the first trailer for the Justice League, I was at Camp Bullis in either May or June of 2015 when that first trailer came out, right? Because the Justice League released theatrical in 2016 or 2017. No, dude. 2016 Suicide Squad. No, you're right. Yeah, 2017 should be Justice League. Thanksgiving of 2017 is when the Weeding Cut came out. So the Flashpoint movie got pushed back to whenever the fuck that's coming out. So (laughs) realistically, realistically, we're going to have an entire fucking decade pass between Justice League being announced to... Flashpoint actually coming out in theaters, right? Ten fucking wow. Okay, bro, a decade, a whole decade. Think about that, bro. What were you doing in 2014 or 2015, D. Smith? 2015. What were you doing, brother? What I was doing? Shoot, I was still working at a. I was still working at a gas station. In 2015, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's 2022 right now, and that movie ain't coming out until at least 2025. So what great success, what ground 
was broken with the Snyder Cut 10 years after the Justice League trailer first came out. What did, what, what did we accomplish besides Peacemaker that was kind of taken on by somebody else and permutated into a different vision altogether? You know, um, yeah, I really, yeah, there really isn't. Yeah, I mean, hey, Infinity War with Snap, people go back into Endgame, people go mm. back. No Way Home just came out, like the Batman, Black Panther, Guardians, the, the Batman, the Shanky. yeah, um, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the Netflix, <laughs> the Netflix MCU, um, three wa- three waves of of phases have gone by and you're still on one yep so what did we accomplish what did we what did we accomplish man what were all of these guys on twitter and social media hashtagging release the snyder cut for if 10 years passes and by the time flashpoint comes out nobody's gonna care if we've already gotten a different guy playing batman in between the time that it took for <laughs> Keaton and Batflick, think about it right now. It's like it's all about Robert Pattinson and the Batman. Yep. And you got, a, and you exactly. got another. And you got another Superman that's in development right now. Like, what are we doing here, brother? Like, what are we? What are we actually talking about right now? You see what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, it's cool that. You know, this once in a lifetime situation happened because I've said this before. It took a very unique and strange set of circumstances for the Snyder Cut to even be released and viewed by the public. Under normal circumstances in a parallel universe, the Snyder Cut is something that Zack Snyder owns on a flash drive that nobody else is ever going to be able to see. HBO Max, mm. HBO Max happens and nobody cares about it, right? Peacemaker mm. doesn't happen. The Suicide mm. Squad mm. probably happens because James Gunn still gets blackballed by Disney and then rehired. But everything pertaining to that, Henry Cable still walks away. Shazam continues as though it never happened. Wonder mm. Woman continues as though it never happened. Aquaman continues as though it never happened, you know. So the the question that I want to ask y'all here, both of y'all saw the Snyder Cut, right? Yeah. We did a review on this a year ago. A year later, do you think you'll ever go back? Do you think, Donovan, that you'll ever go back and watch that movie again? Never. From start to finish, I'll never watch that again. And again. Maybe I I'll be honest with you. I don't think there's really a cutscene I'd watch on YouTube like over again. Maybe this their mean mug dark side through the portal. Like that was fire near the end. That was dope. That was cool. But other than that, I I really can't. I, I'm fine. I'll rewatch some clip. I'll rewatch Aquaman. I'll rewatch Wonder Woman. I'll rewatch Wonder Woman eighty four. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Hey, he said, <laughs> whoa. Whoa. 
I, I can't for I can't do it. Even if you split it two hours, it's just, just nothing for me. Me personally, for me to go back into, you know, it's <laughs> the story. What of you if you have your movies released after that and they still don't reference Justice League? Like, so you gotta have mm-hmm. these stories. It never happened. You off never right. happened. Like, what the fuck? Like, right? Then just right, stop right. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then just stop right. it. No, because you're right about this, brother. No, you 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 bring up an excellent point because the the next one when Wonder Woman 2K comes out, set in 1999, going into 2000, and they continue to try to skirt around everything happening in the modern era, it never happened. You know what I mean? When they've mm-hmm. already recasted mm-hmm. Batman and. Flashpoint is going back in time to an alternate universe and Aquaman is probably going to be underwater. Like, none of that shit ever happened. Shazam 2 is going to happen, but guess who's going to carry Shazam 2? Oh, maybe the the biggest movie star in the world is going to carry Shazam 2. Superman is out of there. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. you bring up a good point, man. You, you, You really bring up a good point. They released this movie to placate to a certain fan base that just so happens to be in a certain age group that has the disposable income to be able to afford a $9.99 HBO Max subscription. Right. <laughs> That's I it. Mean, and here's the thing. That's it. For the, you got the Snyder Cut. I don't think you can really complain that there is no no Dr. Adam or Martian Manhunter series. Like, the Snyder Cut was the pinnacle. You got, you know, you they gave you the bone, the gift, your Christmas present. And it's like, after that, it's like, that was, you should be happy. There is no, because... Derailed. Obviously, if the Snyder verse was a hit, we wouldn't have this whole fucking mess. They wanted to go a U-turn, but they didn't. And they got in Snyder verse and one foot out. They out. They didn't go all out to 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 rectify the whole whole thing. Half so now they're just mixed. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you can't you can't complain that there's not. Uh, off the snuzz. It's it's you know like it's not meant to be. It's not meant to be. It you can clearly see see like it hit or with people. Then they would can we would have been on Man of Steel two right now. We would have been. We would. And go ahead. No, I mean interrupt you, brother. I'm sorry, man. Nah, you straight, man. I mean, you get my point. We would. This oh. thing would have been a. We've been on sequels and th- we've been completing trilogies by now. If this right. thing wasn't the real, okay. you know, for all intents and purposes, guess who was supposed to be the star of the Batman? How do you put Ben? How do you put that version of the character in a movie that's supposed to be grounded and real and detective based? When you've already seen him in a movie catching a fade with Superman, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. You don't. The mm-hmm. answer is that you fucking don't. You know what I'm saying? 
You fucking don't. <laughs> you know, I don't. What? It, what? Okay, I'm interested to know this, man. What did Justin have to say about the Snyder Cut one year later? I mean, for the most part, that you know, it's just un unleft potential, essentially. They laid the ground. Snyder laid the groundwork, and Warner Media messed it up. The higher ups messed up the vision, mm -hmm. and the reason why the what it is, they didn't trust Snyder. I guess that's now, kind of the qualm that I got from. Now, now, to be fair, I don't disagree with that. I really don't disagree. Yeah, with that. was interference. Yeah, I, I do. I do agree that there was some interference there, oh, but. Yeah. With that being said, man, there's only so much that you can do when what you're doing doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I don't know what the overall vision and idea was for what they wanted to do with the Justice League. I know that they wanted to do part one and part two. I know that they probably wanted it to be a little bit more you know, lighter and have a little bit more entertainment value than Batman versus Superman. But outside of that, I don't know what they were actually trying to accomplish there, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> like watching that movie at the time, yes, there was a novelty to it of being able to watch something that I was never supposed to be able to see. But then I see it and it's like, bro, you got a five minute slow motion scene where Barry Allen is like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank hey, you. That, was, that was like a whole, what, what the hell is happening? Like, I, like, what? Like, what the fuck is this? And then you don't even, okay, so I'm supposed to infer that that's Iris West, right? Right. But I don't actually hear the name Iris West spoken during that movie if i'm not mistaken right nope so, so unless i'm somebody who's initiated to the fact that barry allen and iris west and then wally west end up all being interconnected to each other i'm just meant to think oh this is just a random black chick that's into this white dude <laughs> right <laughs> what did bane said tools for the uninitiated but we are initiated aren't we snyder fans right like <laughs> other than that like how the fuck else am i like really let's just think about this scene for a second right he's in a uh -huh. fucking veterinary clinic or whatever wherever he's at he right. sees the chick the job right he sees the chick driving past in the drop top they look at each other they want to have sex with each other She's distracted while she's driving, gets in a car accident. He saves her from the car accident. And then what? That's okay. it. Established her, and he's got powers. That was a 10-minute scene, bro. Yeah, it was. It went on. The song choice was bad. Come on, it was, Come on, man. Y'all should have hired the, the people who did Quicksilver scenes and hey, brought them over. Man, listen, man. We, we got... We, we got the slow motion scenes in 300. We got the slow motion scenes in Watchmen. And they were mm. better than what we got in the Snyder Cut. There's a reason why. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Mo moving on here. The best parts 
or the Snyder Cut? What do y'all think, man? What were the best parts of that movie in y'all's opinion, man? Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf got character development, which was great. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, got character. That was great. You know what I'm saying? Justin did bring up a cool point where you got this hero who can do millions of different things, save people millions, and the one attention that he did was help save a single mom being kicked out from her For house sure. and gave her. Exactly. So that was mm-hmm. out of the million, and he chose to do that. So that kind of put the character over to him. And I'm like, okay, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really mm-hmm. – I was processing that. Kudos for them for that and how that decision that that character made right there. Um, I agree. I agree as well. That was an but, awful moment. I mean, you know, I didn't really think about it that way. So, I, you know, that's so, a point. That's a point on the board for sure. D. Smith, what you got, brother? I, I just agree, I agree a hundred percent with a with a, a Donovan on that. Uh, like him being able to save them that way, and and that character to do it, yeah. Man, um, all right, all right. <laughs> well, my bad, brother. What else you got, dog? What else you got? Man? Uh, I liked Martian Manhunter at the end. Oh, all right. oh <laughs> man, you like Martian Manhunter? I, I, no, huh? I, I, I like the idea of him showing up. Man, look, yes, all man. I'm gonna say is wrestling. Y'all about to say, y'all, y'all, y'all think y'all were gonna get something spicy? No, no. Man, I just dude, like that he showed up. Hold on. That's did, you, it. Did, did you see the YouTube video that we that, that dropped on the channel about that? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, cool. That's all I got to say about that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna wreck. I'm part of my back. That's what we'll leave it right there. Part of my back. Part of my back. Yeah, I'll do it. Guys, I was rolling. I'll just so say you wanna, that. You want to figure out how to ruin an entire two-hour and, and, and 20, 30-minute-plus movie adding in this fucking guy at the end mm-hmm. of the Snyder Cut for fan service because that ruined mm-hmm. Man of Steel. Completely ruined that movie, but okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um. Yeah, dog. What the fuck? I, man? I get it. We get to see Martian Manhunter in the movie. Man, fuck out. Yeah, okay. that that that's that's it. That, that's that's. <laughs> Which I'll, I'll you know what? I'll take I'll take that over the. Uh, I'll take that over the nightmare. Oh yeah! yeah that holy was, crap! Was, when I saw uh, that for the first time, I was like, "What I, the hell? I, I do anything is this?" Nah, I was I like, what, what the hell? I will fucking kill you. Like, Am I going crazy? <laughs> With this? Uh, and, and, then, and then the blurry camera. Oh, I was, and I want to see. That, that blurry, that blurry ass <laughs> camera. I was, I, 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 I was, if I saw that in the movie theaters, I would have jumped up like a stereotype uh, black man and said, fix the damn lens. Fix bro. the damn lens. Bro. Fix it. Fix the damn lens. Like, the <laughs> y'all, yo. y'all were talking about gorilla camera. Yo, <laughs> that was gorilla camera <laughs> right there. Like, who is, <laughs> come on, bro. Like, all right, look. damn camera straight. So, so let's let's back up here. You know what I'm saying? We did talk about the positives, but I just want to back up here, right? So this is how I know nobody gave a flying fuck. Why do you have Amber Heard as Mira doing a British accent in the Justice League and the Snyder Cut and then in 
Aquaman, there's no British accent. And then nobody Done. pretends. That, and then we just ignore, we just pretend that that didn't happen, even though the footage that they filmed at the end of the Snyder Cut was filmed after Aquaman had already came out. Mm-hmm. Who, who have you ever loved? What? What? <laughs> Creative control. <sighs> Who have you <sighs> ever loved? Bitch, what? Come on, <laughs> man. Come on, dog. Like, I, I'm sorry, but it'd be, it, if I was making this up, it'd be yeah. different. But I'm not making this up. If You're you not go, back, go back and watch Aquaman, there's no British accent. And then watch the Snyder Cut, and there's a British accent. Why? Why? <laughs> but anyway... Moving on here. Moving on. So we we get all right, man. I'm gonna fucking kill you, okay? And and the Joker has yellow dish gloves on, talking about <laughs> we live in a we live in a. We, we, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My man, my man had yellow. They were rubber. Gloves. They were the dish rubber gloves that you keep by the sink. And, and don't get me wrong. Listen, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like the tension, uh, there was a lot of tension in that scene. That was not yeah. a bad. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of tension in that scene, and Jared Leto and Ben Affleck are top-notch actors to where they were able to convey a sense of okay, mm-hmm. this is a right. This is a. These are two guys that don't like each other. This is one guy that wants to kill the other guy, and the other guy that wants to be killed by the other guy. Right, mm-hmm. but even still. He has on yellow fucking dish gloves. Right. <laughs> Listen, we live in a society. What do you mean we live in a society, nigga? Like, there's no society. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? What's this, nigga? There's no, there's no, there's no society. When there's a fucking omega symbol, when there's a motherfucking omega symbol in the middle of the fucking, and there's an omega symbol. Oh. Middle of the damn ground. In the middle of the damn ground. Burned into the middle of the ground, and, super, and Superman is out here smoking niggas, bro. Like Superman is out here smoking niggas, dog. Like you want to talk about Homelander? What? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Like niggas, mm-hmm. on, man. Like Homelander would be sure. Homelander wouldn't want to come outside if this version. Mm. Is running around, nigga. It's not even the S that he's burning into the middle of the fucking ground. That's an omega symbol, dog. Like mm-hmm. we live in a society, nigga. Where? What society? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the? Alright, man. man. You cooking that shit? You cooking, man? Uh, you gotta drop this shit all the way down, man. One year later, these niggas are standing in the middle of the street outside, exposed, <laughs> having a conversation. Right? Deathstroke mm-hmm. is standing there in with the, the with the with the gray beard and the mohawk, holding the chopper. Uh, uh, Cyborg is standing there. Mirror is standing there. Superman is on the prowl looking for y'all, but you two mm-hmm. motherfuckers. Want to have a conversation <laughs> in the middle of the street, like y'all, <laughs> like y'all are Robert De Niro and Al Pacino and Heat in the motherfucking mm-hmm. diner talking oh, about man. Oh, dog. 
Like, what are we doing here, man? You know what I'm saying? What are we doing here? Like this. And they may um, feel, oh, Jared Little, Jared Little's returning. Oh, we get to see like, was intended in the air version, and we're uh, gonna get to see it. In- nah, it's like, bro, nah, bro. No, nah, fam. nah, bro. Like, like y- y- y'all motherfucking marks. These motherfucking marks spent five years. Nah, not five. My bad. Three years. Three years. <laughs> Three years. Years on Twitter jacking off talking about hashtag releases Snyder Cut, and this is the climax right here. All because Batman says, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Okay, worth right. it, worth it, that's totally worth it, man. Blue ball, all the them blue balls, them 10 pound blue balls that you motherfuckers was carrying for three years on Twitter was worth that, so that you can hear never send a Robin to. Send, Never send a Robin to do a man's job. Okay. All right, man. Listen, man. Y'all got it, brother. Classic y'all, cinema. Y'all got mm-hmm. it, brother. All right, man. Moving on to the positives. I'm sorry. I just had to get I had to get okay. that off. Moving on to the positives. I'm not gonna front. <laughs> <laughs> you got that shit way. Hey, oh. <laughs> nah, that's I might have to go on TikTok, bro. <laughs> nah, fam, like, like I'm keeping it a hundred here, dog. Like, like nigga, nobody was screaming. Think about this, bro. Nobody was screaming hashtag free the new mutants on Twitter. You know why? Because everybody <laughs> no. knew <laughs> nobody was screaming that, bro. Hashtag free the new mutants because they knew that that movie was ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They, they knew that that shit was finna be fucking garbage, bro. Oh, All right, my, gosh, my bad, bro. man. My bad, man. But let me, let me, let me get this together here. Moving I, on to the. I really keep like. I mean, hashtag release the air. We don't need to see the air cut. Oh, no, like, we don't is, need it. There's nothing left of. The thing is, that, and this is. Man, these motherfuckers think that there's actually an air cut. There is a- <laughs> oh, there's, I'm com- there's an Academy Award-winning film in that thing. It just chopped it up like a music video. But that was that was going to get a nomination of cinema and superhero Dog, films. But they wanted it like Guardians right. of the Galaxy, so they ruined oh, it. Right, right. The air cut doesn't exist, man. Respectfully. <laughs> like, my man, like, Justin is prime. Respectfully. This yeah, respectfully. Is, uh, so, yeah. Like, listen, that brother, and I respect it, man. That brother is flying that flag hard, man. My, my man planted his feet. There's no yep. air cut. It doesn't mm-hmm. exist. It, it doesn't <laughs> fucking exist. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I don't mm. ever want to hear that song again, man. I know you ain't. <laughs> Donovan, I know you fuck. I know you fuck with that song, brother. I don't ever. Heathens, uh, Twenty One Pilots. Oh, hear it man. Again, man. That, that's a part of his time too, man. Yo, summer, yeah. summer of twenty sixteen. Uh, I really want to see Will Smith and Margot Robbie kiss, man. I, I really want to see Harley Quinn and Ben Shaw.
So, but anyway, yeah, yeah. All right, like, all right, all right. That, that was that was the hardest part of the movie. The hardest part of the movie was when the side pulled up on um on Steppenwolf and said fifty thousand more bricks and dark and that side, look. Oh man, that look Ooh. on his face. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I felt for the brother. <laughs> Dang. 50, 50, 000, brother, like. <laughs> Fifty thousand, and then for uh, dark side, for dark side, and then he just hung up the phone on it, man. And got a Basically, <laughs> I just imagine. I, I for some reason I just imagine the office music starts playing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like that was it. That was really that was really <laughs> the best part right there, man. You mm. know what I mean? I like mm-hmm. I, I like that Wonder Woman was kind of established as being. A real, um, a real, yeah, absolutely. She Mm -hmm. got them niggas the fuck up out of there. They didn't stand a chance, dog. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) She went in that museum or that bank, whatever she got. She was. Man, yo, yo, like, Um, yeah, that was, that was fire, dog. Yeah. Uh, The return of Superman was done better. We got to see a little bit more emotional beats with Superman's mom and Lois. So I think that was done well, even though it's like they rushed the whole thing, the death and return of him. But I thought it was, you know, I thought it was a lot better than what they had. You know, there's a sense of, I guess, a connection and relationship between those three uh, characters. So, and the the Clark's, um, the Kent. So the cornfield scenes went like that. Other than that, um, I don't really have any. Man, you're right. I mean, me neither, man. I mean, at the end of the day, it was a great effort that didn't really amount to anything. And we're gonna look at in, in about five years. We're gonna look back at this like, yo, what the fuck was that? Where I mean, we're looking at that. Like it, we're looking at it like that now. But between Batman versus Superman, the weed and cut, and Suicide Squad, what are we doing here, man? Like, what are we, what are we really doing here, brother? Like, they fucked up. They fucked off a billion dollars, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But, but it cost almost that to make it too. Man, listen, man, like. So Flashpoint is going to give you fan service 10 years later. Like, nah. <laughs> like, I, I really can keep going. Here. Yeah. I, I can really keep going here. But they, they just botched it so fucking hard. And I'll never forget my man, Sergeant Clerk, man. You remember Sergeant Clerk? Yeah, I remember him. I will never forget. Yeah, yeah. I will never forget sitting there talking to him and him telling me that Ben Affleck was the best Batman ever. I'll never no. forget that. As he was telling me that, as he was telling me that, I'm just looking to the side and thinking, like, yo, how does this, how do we even get here, man? What am I doing? <laughs> what, what am I doing <laughs> with my life to where I'm sitting here listening to somebody telling me this is the best Batman ever off of the strength mm-hmm. of one fight? You got an explanation for that. Uh huh. Uh, I asked that literally on, on, on social media recently. I'm like, why do people 
people keep saying is Ben Affleck is the best Batman. He's he's the he's he's more like the Punisher than men than Batman. And the reply was basically this was basically a Frank Miller Batman in The Dark Knight Returns. Yep, it's a one for one, literally attitude everything. So like, this is the most comic accurate version. Okay, so that's one iteration, right? But that's not the definitive version of Batman. Like mm-hmm. my, you know, just it's the most popular. I got it. and it's a one for one of the most popular story, but still. I, I, I don't know. I just can't, can't see. I don't know. That, there's a comic accuracy. That's that's the reason why they're saying it's the best Batman ever. Because he's the most comic accurate. So, the reason why. I didn't understand it. That's that's the reason why people are saying these things. So, it is what it is, I guess. But there's a reason why he was out of there. I mean, it might be the most comic. It doesn't mean it's going to be the most resonating with people. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Just, it is what it is. Like that's it is what it is with this whole thing, man. It's not. It's, it's no offense. An insect say what you like is horrible. Yep. More on the lines like what you like yeah. is only like is don't like it per se. It's yeah, more it fit for been. you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. What am I trying? Oh man, I say it, here. man. Like, nah, because if Justin was in here right now, if he was in here right now, we would get no words in, and he would be fucking going hard. <laughs> that brother would. He would be going. He would be going hard. He right would. Now, he so. would. We'd be a bunch of Marvel tards. But but it's this really. Empty. Want to see kids and laughing and jokes in our films? Yeah. No, but like, let's really put this in perspective here, right? It took if people don't like the Batman, the reason you got the Batman is because the bag got fumbled so badly that we <laughs> needed to go in a different direction from that. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause and effect to every fucking thing, man. Occam's Razor is a real fucking thing, man. Like, there's no way... uh, Man, look, dog. I don't know, man. What time is it in Florida right now, bro? It's 42, man. But you're right. We we don't get Joaquin Joker without Jared Leto fumbling the bag because that was supposed to be his film. (laughs) We don't get Robert Pattinson. Nope. Without Ben Affleck's iteration, because that was supposed to be his film. You know what I mean? Yep. Like Flashpoints delayed three, four years from, from like that. A mood board, yeah. And then we know what happened with that, you know. And delays. The only thing coming out this year is Black Adam. That also is like Aquaman two next year. Flash next year. Flash is on the chopping block, man. Like a lot of these characters on the chopping block for. I they're gonna need mm-hmm. a, a a re a re not not just like a not like a retcon. They're gonna have to start clean, man. Like no bullshit. I, like I agree. Answers. This is you can't. I agree. It's a half-ass mess. You 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 can't fix this shit by being mm-hmm. half in and half out. You nope. can't. Nope. Mm-hmm. And, and, and no. is, they got to <laughs> yeah. leave it alone. In part, as much as I liked Peacemaker, because that was definitely necessary and needed right now, that kind of mm-hmm. fucks it up even more, bro. Because how do you continue Peacemaker 
being a part of the Snyderverse, like, okay, is James Gunn going to direct another Suicide Squad movie, in y'all opinion? Do you think that happens? Or is Suicide Squad going to be an anthology joint? You think so? I think he will. I think they're done, man. They think they're real, dude. Like, we love, okay, this is just content. I love that. I love the Suicide Squad, but that shit did not mm-hmm. hit enough for people to go to check out. It didn't get no. Shang-Chi numbers. It didn't get No Way. Because the pandemic is just all about what movie do you people really, really want to go see? What mm-hmm. movie really want to go out and watch? That's the point. Yeah, like, man. that's this era we're living in. It's not like, oh, if oh no one's going to watch movies. They went out. They went out to see the Batman. You know what I'm saying? They went out to see. Um, you know, those are the top two right there. So obviously, people are willing to write spend their money on it. Suicide Squad, man. That's that's a lot of the special effects and getting James Gunn. Like, oh man, it's it's like yeah, okay, because no, yeah, you're right. And my bad, bro. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, nah, you good, you. man. You good, you're bro. Right. You're right. Um, the thing is. With the Suicide Squad, <clears throat> with the Suicide Squad, even before the pandemic happened, Warner Brothers just wanted to put one on the board over the guys across the street. They mm-hmm. got James Gunn fresh off of him getting blackballed by Disney, right? Before he, before it was announced that he was coming back to do Guardians of the Galaxy Part Three, all of that was kind of just built in to make a very special, very unique one-off situation for them to kind of pick up the pieces and give people something that they're going to be entertained by. I don't Mm -hmm. know if we ever get another Suicide Squad movie, who's going to be in it other than Peacemaker and maybe Harley Quinn? Like, to me, Suicide Squad 3 could easily be kind of at this point they can set Suicide Squad up as an anthology type movie series where you get different characters in it each time out. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's, mm-hmm. No, there's yeah. no brand recognition attached to the Suicide Squad outside of Peacemaker. Maybe you know what I mean? And you would be more interested mm-hmm. at this point. At this point, I'd be more interested to see Peacemaker season two with John Cena and that nut-ass motherfucker that played Vigilante. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'd rather see see that stretched out over six, eight, ten episodes than another Suicide Squad movie because what's really the difference? If James Gunn ain't the director of the next Suicide Squad movie, who's it going to be? Kevin Smith? (laughs) Oh, shit, man. Like oh, who's who's, who, who's it gonna be? You see what I'm saying? The I brand tell you, TD ain't coming over. That's for sure. No, like so, so the brand recognition isn't really there in terms of that property. But again, the last remnants of the Snyderverse are is the Suicide Squad, and it's crazy, bro, how all of this works out. You know, it comes full circle because the first movie Zack Snyder directed was Dawn of the Dead, and it was written by James Gunn. Like, ain't that a bitch? Ain't that crazy how that works? Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I actually did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, James Gunn worked on that. 
So wow, yeah, yeah, man. It's just I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what they're gonna do. Obviously, they the bat. Obviously, they're gonna keep making more battles. You know, make some money, but everything else. What are you gonna build build up to Justice League Two? You gonna lead up to Dark Side coming? Because it ain't gonna happen. I mean, like, look at the time frame. Look at what the MCU did in ten years. Look at what the DCEU did in ten years. What was the benchmark? Superman made a billion dollars. (laughs) I mean, Batman made money. Joker made money. And Wonder Woman hit. It was a nice, uh, you know, nice little push for. You know, female action and the, stars in in Hollywood. And the second one, and the second one got sacrificed for a holiday rollout for HBO Max. It did. <laughs> yep. So at the end of the day, I mean, pack it up, man. Pack it up. Let's just let's let's yeah. move on. Let's move on from the Snyderverse era, and hope that Warner Brothers can, you know, possibly scrape something together to get us into the movie theaters because. After the Batman, I don't know. Like, Black Adam is going to clean up because The Rock is attached to that project and they're going to do some things there. And I think they might try to lean into a Justice Society kind of thing there with Dr. Fate and Hawkman and whoever else was in the Justice Society. Who else was in Justice Society, bro? Um, I don't know what they're going to have for this version. A few others are comic original, but... If that that's the that's the wall. That is that is the wall right there. If, if Black Adam falls, it won't. It won't. I think oh, the Rock, uh, the, the the Rock is a superstar. I think they'll be able. Like Black Adam is gonna surprise some people. I think. I think so. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope that I have the kind of time to be able to go see that movie whenever it comes out because I'm interested to see the yeah. Rock in. That kind of role because he's only been a bad guy in maybe two other movies, but it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Pack it up, man. One year later, the Snyder Cut made about as much impact as it made when it came out, which is minimal. I refuse, like, bro, when that shit came out, yeah. niggas was on Twitter. Being real. Niggas, bro, niggas was on Twitter talking about, yeah, man, Snyder Cut makes the Snyder Cut makes. The Avengers Endgame aged like sour milk. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> what? I remember that, that shit. That, that, oh, oh, yeah. In, in the MCU. Uh, Endgame uh, over. Yo, what did I see on Twitter, man? Somebody said Infinity War aging real funky right now. Oh, word? Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, look, I'm not going to disrespect nobody's opinion, but like, dog, what do we. What are we really talking about right now, mm-hmm. man? Like, it's, a cap. it's a team. It's a team, bro. It's like it's like the Browns make the playoffs for the first time, and it's like we the best. We the like, right, right, right. Like it's like you know, you, them boys. It's like no, you're not anymore. You're not them boys. You, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like this case, you were never them boys. Like thank, no. you, thank you, thank you. You know <laughs> exactly. All I don't know is even though the pandemic was still kind of in them stages last year. Who actually sat down and had four hours to watch the whole Snyder Cut from beginning to end? Because I didn't. Nope. I watched I an hour. Too. Yeah, I, I did nope. an hour and then a few hours. I, I would do an hour every sitting. 
I just there's no reason to go back to it. Like, yeah. There's no it's not like not Black Panther mm-hmm. when you first enter Wakanda. It's not like Thanos doing the snap and then seeing evaporate defining moment. You know what I'm saying? It's not like Heath Ledger's Joker interrogation scene. Nope. ISO signature moment in that shit, dude. Like yes. I'm sorry. Yes. It's just gonna fade mm-hmm. in history. Like the fans nope. are gonna try to keep it alive. Nothing Nope. There's nothing to stick with the minds and resonate with people. But movie nope. fans in general. Exactly. Sorry. Exactly. In fact, it'll only be remembered because the fans fought. It was made. That's it. Yeah. That's it, and that's all. It's the ultimate fan film. (laughs) Right, right. On one end, end, I respect it because it came out out and Zack Snyder got a measure of validation behind whatever it was that happened. Ray Fisher was able to be seen on that level. He did. Even Mm -hmm. even though he ended up getting blackballed. But at the same time, man, like, these motherfuckers was on Facebook and Twitter jacking off for three years just so that we could see Superman in a black Superman costume. <laughs> like, like, no, bro. Like, like, what do we? What do we? Come on, fam. Like, I'm just, I'm just keeping it a hundred, man. I don't mean to be that graphic or none of that. Yeah, yeah. Three for three years, almost four years. Non-stop, it was hashtag release the Snyder Cut only for us to see Superman in a black... Come on, man. Like, and then, and then we get Martian Man... And then we get, we get Martian Manhunter in there basically saying, hey, man, you know, I, I got you on the next one, Bruce. You know, right. I, I, got, I got you next but, time, man. But you here's the thing. They set it up because now we got Martian Manhunter, Martian Man... Uh, and we got Dr. Adam, like he set it all up. So the next one, they're going to be in there. They got more characters are going to be in there. And it's, oh, man. it's like it's yeah. set up for supposed to be bigger and deliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just go, like, like you said two years ago, brother, we just going, we just going to leave uh, all of this is just going to lead into the button. And then after the end of that movie, we're going to blow everything up. <laughs> and, then, and then at the end of the next Batman movie, when he's in, the, when Robert Pattinson is in the Batcave, he's gonna find the comedian button with the drip of blood on it, man. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck out of here, man! Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah, you fuck out of here, man. Get out my, like, nigga, get, get out my face, man. Fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. I wish that it was a scenario where we didn't have to deal with this. And we acknowledge that the best version of this crossover happened on the CW in 2018. But that's a different conversation, right? Mm, it's a different combo. That's a different combo. We'll, we'll save that. So one year later, what do you guys think about the impact of the Snyderverse, the Snyder Cut? Uh, did, it, did you guys enjoy it? Do you think you're going to be rewatching this for years to come? Or like we said, will it just fade into obscurity and only the fans will remember? for it. That's the beautiful thing about it. It's for the fans, for them to enjoy. And it's pretty much like the ultimate fan service film. So what you think in the comments with that we're out. Peace. Man, man, man. Oh, man. You roasted the fuck out of it. Hey, hey, listen, man. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> sorry, dog. Yeah, but we gotta, 
We gotta cut gotta, the cap, man. You gotta, gotta cut the cap. You're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. We gotta You're cut right. the cap. Uh, the capomania.